We don't have to wait for someone to go, I think someone should start a prayer meeting or I think someone should go out on the street. Like, let's just do it. You yeah. know, like it's a let's novel concept. <laughs> yeah, like let's let's do it. You know, because often when someone does it, other people are like, "Oh, this is cool. I- I'm on the on, on the wagon or whatever." Yeah. You know, so I think not being afraid to to start things or to lead things. Mm. You know, yeah. let's let's not stop at our fears and let's talk to people that are in our lives and pe- mentors and go, "Hey." You know, what do you think of this? Is, am I am I crazy, or is this a really good idea? You know, and you know, having people around you and just like we live once, so let's let's make it count. What does it look like for you to step into your own calling? For you to get a personal revival and discover what it is that God created you to do? Welcome to another episode of Dangerously Normal. On this podcast, our desire is to inspire everyday normal people to step into the fullness of the calling of God on their lives. And we want to encourage you to actually step out and do something amazing, the the unique thing that God's placed on your life. On today's episode, I have a conversation with my friend Emma Nainby. Now, earlier on the day before we filmed this podcast, we actually went down to um, Surface Paradise Beach and we started the afternoon with a small group of us just uh, with a bit of worship, a bit of prayer. And then we went over into Cavill Avenue, which is the main tourist hub of the Gold Coast there. And we just waited on God. We just said, you know, God, who do you want to speak to today? And uh, we all got sort of a bit of a few pictures of who we would go and talk to. So we then went out and we shared God's love with people. And it was really just a a beautiful uh, example of partnering with the Holy Spirit to go, God, who do you want to show your love to today and be a part of that uh, part of that journey. So um, today's interview is a fun one. I hope you get inspired by it. I hope you can see that it really is easy to go out and share God's love with people. Um, so without any further ado, let's get into it. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dangerously Normal. I'm here with my friend Emma Nainby. Welcome. Thank you. Emma, <laughs> I want to um, just thank you for an awesome day today, actually. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, before we get you on, um, we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. But before we get into that, um, I'd love for you to introduce yourself yeah. to us. Um, yeah. Who are you? What makes you tick? And yeah, what's important? Love it. Uh, well, um, I would say, first off, I'm a worshipper. Um, I've, I've grown up leading worship and um, have a heart for um, evangelism for the lost. I spent uh, almost four years in Redding, California, did three years of the school over there. Uh, and then I did itinerant ministry around the States um, and kind of worked with um, the school of ministry. So mm. the second years would travel with me and we would have a lot of fun wow. and they would get activated in like spiritual gifts, um, prophetic evangelism and yeah, so I've done a whole bunch of different yeah. kinds of ministry stuff, but yeah. yeah cool. no. And what are you doing now? So I'm studying um, Bachelor of um, Music and Sound, so I've gone back to university and I've been uh, doing youth and young adult pastoring for the last year. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So today we went down to Surfers yeah. um, with a few other people Yeah. and um, just wanted to share God's love with people. Yeah. Um, so I thought we might start off today by... Um, 
but just sharing a few testimonies yeah. of the day. So like, um, I know before we got there, you had spent some time praying and felt yeah. God had given you a few people to, yeah. um, to, to, to look out for. Yeah. Um, so do you want to just share briefly around yeah. like that? Yeah, so I was just praying, because um, I think it can be really powerful when we think of something beforehand and we can say to someone like, hey, I got your name or I got, mm. you know, your, your hat, for example, what we had today. So um, the name Natalie was highlighted to me. And so um, it was actually the first person that I spoke to. Wow. And um, like there were three of them. There was one guy, there was Natalie in the middle, and then there was her friend Rose. And it was actually the guy that I was first drawn to. And I just, I just went up to him and I was like, hey, I know this might sound really crazy or weird, but I just really feel like God is just so proud of you you know, and I just spoke like identity and like just the approval of the father over him. And he was just like, wow. Like he was just like totally receiving it, like total strange, like I don't know him, you know, but his heart was open and I was like, this is awesome. So I just kind of kept going because he was receiving that. And then, um, and I said, well, do you believe in God? And he's like, well, I do now. And I'm wow. like, okay, well, this is a great start. <laughs> and so then I spoke to, um, I asked what their names are. And she's like, oh, my name's Nat. And this is Rose. And I was praying. I, d I don't think I said anything right then. But I just started, I said, can I just give you guys a blessing and just, you know, pray for you guys because this is cool, you know. And they're like, yeah, yeah, cool. And they're like, well, what do we do? And I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to pray or bless them. And so, um just said, God, I just thank you that you have a purpose for these these ones and that I just, I began to prophesy and just said that there was an acceleration on them understanding who they are and what their destiny is. And then at that point, Nat was just like, this is crazy. Like, you know, this is what I'm going through right now. And wow. she's like, she just started to kind of freak out. And I said, well, it's interesting because when I was praying, I got the word Nat like Natalie. And so that just, you know, she was just mm. like, this is just wild. And so um, I got to share, I was a Christian, I believe in Jesus, but I don't believe in religion. And then she's like, I like this, I like you, you know, and I'm like, mm. yeah, because it's about a relationship and Jesus loves you. Like, I don't come to surface paradise usually, like God told me to come here and he gave me, an, you know, and so wow. she was just like, she's encountering a personal God, which is that, you know, we need mm. to know that God knows us by name, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and they definitely had that revelation yeah. today because you literally came to them with, <laughs> you know, their name. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's quite powerful. What else yeah. have we, because um, there's a few different experiences that we had today. Yeah. And um, I know that, uh, yeah, there was um, a couple of other yeah. ones. Like yeah. what, what else really stood out for you? I think the unicorn one was pretty cool, to yeah. be honest, because um, you got a word of knowledge. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so I guess, yeah, I mean, it's not my, <laughs> this isn't about me, this is <laughs> about mean, you. I it was but, cool. It um, was cool. But, uh, yeah, so we, um, we were sort of in the middle of Carvel Avenue and yeah. just took a moment to pray. Yeah. Because um, we felt that there was just, you know, God was trying to yeah. do something in that moment and so we prayed and then uh, and then the next thing because the way I see I, my, my eyes are drawn to something yeah um, and so sometimes I'll, I'll feel something or 
my eyes go somewhere. My yeah. eyes went to a poster and yeah. and it had Baskin and Robbins yeah. and it had written on there new creations. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And yeah, then yeah. a unicorn. Yeah. Like like a like a unicorn ice cream. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I'm like, I think we need to go there. Yeah. So um, so we walked down the road, mm-hmm. went there, I'm like, okay, where's this unicorn ice cream? Like <laughs> and I look over and there's a guy standing there with bright matching yes. pink and blue clothes, yeah. a pink hat. Yeah. He looked, Pretty he just much. stood out. Like yeah, if yeah, you were looking he, for a unicorn. You found him. <laughs> in Surfer's Paradise. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's probably a lot of characters around, but yeah. uh, he you, was definitely he that stood uniform. Out. Yeah. Unicorn. And so, yeah, yeah we went up to did. him, had a chat to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was incredible. I don't know, like for me, I felt like it was just a natural conversation. Like yeah. it turns out that we we're both doing. So I do video. Yeah, he does video. I know it was incredible. I just thought that that setup was yeah pretty cool. And even the music, the music. Yeah, videos yeah. Well, they do. So they do videos, yeah. music videos, and photography, and that yeah. sort of thing, which yeah. uh, is something that we so like. And so I found that was really cool just to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that was just a normal conversation. So yeah. I guess so that we can explain, kind of how yeah. we. Did that conversation because yeah. I, I think this this podcast today might be something that can give a few examples yeah, of how like some strategies yeah, yeah of how do you, how do you enter into a, a conversation with a random yeah and so <laughs> I, I think literally that's about right that was and, today and recently so. um, uh, on, on another episode um, uh, uh, James Lee I think it was said like um, the, the the easiest way to start a conversation was just say hi yeah and so um, so. I thought, yeah, let's you go did say it. hi. Yeah, and yeah. so we just say hi, encouraged him, just yeah. you know, asked him about like his tattoos and yeah, just, um, just said that he yeah, just spoke some words of just yeah. um, value over him. That, yeah, that, that was he's awesome. Just so like, um, you know, just creative in nature yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And, and he was receiving that as well. Yeah. Like, like taking it in. And we didn't even bring God into it until no. towards the end. Yeah. Um, Which I think was good. So, like, we literally walked away and said, look, I just want to pray a blessing over you. Yeah. You know, Jesus loves you. Yeah. And that was kind of it. And then they're like, oh, do you have a, an Instagram? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. Yeah. All right, here's, here's my Instagram account, yeah. like, from a business. Yeah, sure. Um, we get yeah. down the road a little bit later and the, their business, so they followed. And I looked at their yeah. Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Coven. It's Cove- like Coven, Coven Photography or something, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought... Oh, that was, <laughs> I wonder if there was some like, you yeah. know, like um, if they were into sort of like witchcraft or something like yeah. that. Like, Which and, and, and looking at the, the, yeah. the girl that was with him, I was yeah. like, you know, just some of the, the stuff that she was wearing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. It all and kind so of fit together. Yeah. They were able to walk away mm. having an experience with a Christian, like yeah. some Christians who weren't throw, throwing anything down. Yeah. It's just like, we want to bless you and encourage yeah, you. exactly. And I'm just sure that they walked away yeah. having an experience of Christianity that maybe they never expected. I totally agree. Yeah. And some, I think that can sometimes be exactly what Australians need right now, mm. just for people to know like, hey, I don't want to force anything at you. I'm just here to have a I'm just here to connect with you mm. and be real yeah. and say, hey, I'm normal, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and I care yeah. and this yeah. is what I see. Yeah, and I know? think that's that's really what it is. It's, yeah. it's showing people that we care. Yeah. You know, we care about them, we care about their life, we care about yeah. their destiny. Yeah. And, and we want to encourage them to step into that. Exactly. And I think sometimes 
we can come from a judgmental perspective, mm-hmm. which sometimes isn't helpful to somebody who doesn't believe in God anyway. Definitely. Um, and Definitely. so I really enjoyed the way that um, you know today's testimonies unfolded. Yeah. Because it was birthed out of um, like listening. Yeah. And so, um, I so I wonder if you could just talk briefly around some strategy that you find yeah. when, when you go and, and you speak to someone on, on the street, like what kind of strategy do you use to, yeah. to, to, to break the ice and like yeah. where do the gifts come in? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think um, I love using either word of knowledge or just the prophetic or even encouragement. You know, I think uh, one of my mentors says, if you want to grow in the prophetic, be the biggest encourager, you know, mm. you know, yeah. and just like looking for the golden people. Mm. So um, I think people need to know what is good about them, mm. you know. So often I'll like look around and just see, God, what do you want to say? Often it's like, hey, this guy's really good at music or, you know, I want to bless that business, mm. like really practical stuff or like, you know, just just something little like you're a great mom, you know, because it's mm. it's that personal nature of God that I think people, they need to know that He knows them. Yeah, and know? often they don't have people in their life necessarily saying that kind of thing. Exactly. And they really need it. They do, yeah. 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 And I, I feel like when, when I saw you doing this today that it really, it, it opened up the doors to further conversation. Like it breaks yeah. down barriers. Yeah. Because... You know, you could, you could just come and just say, um, yeah, like an encouraging word over them yeah. and all of a sudden their defences are down and yeah. they start receiving. Yeah. And from there they, they enter an, an encounter. Ex- that's well said, yeah. exactly. Yeah. What other ways do you find um, is, 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 is helpful? Because obviously yeah. we've got, you know, this, this whole spiritual gifts yeah. available to us. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean... For me, I've done a, a few different things. I don't know if you've heard of treasure hunts. Mm. You've probably heard a lot about that. Yeah. I think that's a great tool, um, which, again, uses primarily the prophetic or the word yeah. of knowledge. Do you want to just unpack that a little bit as well in yeah. case people haven't heard about Yeah, for sure. Term? Yeah, so um, someone from Bethel called Kevin Dedman um, created a strategy of basically going, hey, God, like, who do you want me to meet today? So mm. it could be, you know, there's a lady that's, wearing a blue mm. hat or, you know, wearing Nike shoes and, yeah. you know, carrying a water bottle that looks like this. And, and you write it in your phone or you pray about it in the morning and then later in the day if you're just walking around, you're like, wow, there's that person. You can go, hey, check this out. At 8.30 in the morning, I was talking to God about you and this is what he told me about you, mm. you know, and that yeah. can be a really, and basically saying you're, you're his treasure. So that's the idea of the treasure hunt, right. you know, and yeah. I've, I've seen that really powerfully impact people. Yeah. So. Yeah. And what yeah. about some of the other things like, um, like healing and, and yeah. that sort of thing? Yeah. So healing is great. You know, getting a word of knowledge with, you know, the body, like, um, you know, quite often it, for me, I get word of knowledge for lower back or, you know, back pain and, um, so I've, I've had uh, dramatic healing in my back. And so I, I tend to, you know, for me, I, I sense that and then just can go up to someone, hey, I don't know if, if this might sound crazy, but do you have pain in your body? Because I'd like to pray for you, 
you know, and, and but be re- like I'm always trying to be relational, yeah. so you know, making them feel comfortable, but that can be a really good way. And, you know, I love seeing God heal people. That, that is definitely one of my passions. Yeah, yeah. Cause... and it's, it's kind of, you can't really deny the existence of God if yeah. <laughs> you leave the encounter yeah. uh, healed. Exactly. That's, um, that's exactly. quite Exactly, exactly. And I think that's what people need. They need an encounter. And, and whether that's, like a healing or, you know, another one I've seen is, is just saying, you know, like that story about the witch I was telling you about today, like, yeah. hey, have you ever felt the presence of God before is another great question. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell that story? Because you told me, but like, yeah. we might as well share that story a- yeah. again. Like, um, so tell us what happened when, um, yeah. in, in that Yeah, so I'd just been doing some ministry um, with a friend of mine and we're walking past these two ladies and um, I just felt the pull, like a a spiritual connection there. And so I was like, okay, I need to go back to to talk to these people. And so I went there and I was like, hey, this might sound weird, but I just felt like there were, you know, I had to come back and talk to you guys. And have you ever felt the Holy Spirit's presence? And the lady was like, well, I'm a white witch, so, you know, no, but you can talk to this lady who is sitting next to her. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to her, you know. Um, so I was like, well, why don't you put your hands out? Was this just, other lady a witch as well? I think she might have been in training or okay. something, but she wasn't like sure. a proper white witch. Didn't have a badge yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> so um, just went up to her and, you know, we just said, Holy Spirit, come, you know, and... Often I find when you do that, either that people's hands will start burning, they'll start to feel weight, um, or they'll have some other kind of sensation, like mm. as if they can actually feel something physically because it's the tangible presence of God. Mm. And I found that so effective because they, it's like God saying, I'm with you, and they're the ones encountering that, you know? Mm. So in this instant, you know, she's like, oh, no, I didn't feel anything, which I don't, I don't know. I just kind of went yeah. with it. And that's okay, you know. Um, and then the white witch was like, I want to show you my power, but it will destroy you, you know. And I just kind of laughed and I was like, oh, thanks, you know. It, it won't, but that's cool. Um, so kind of long story short, she ends up showing us the power. So she, her, her power, yeah. um, which, you know, greater is he who is in me than he's in, in the world. So I, I don't have any fear because the Holy Spirit lives in us and he's sealed us, you know, and we have authority over everything that's not of the Lord, you know. So um, she she tried to release it. She released that and it, it, it wasn't good. But in my head I said, um, enemy back off. It was just a thought. It yeah. wasn't out loud. It wasn't yeah. anything. And the witch immediately, instantaneously with me saying that, pulls her hand away and starts like saying, I'm so sorry, I am so sorry, I'm so sorry, just over and over and over again, you know, because she felt that there was a greater authority in the Lord, you know, so she ended up having an encounter, which Mm. was pivotal, I pray for her, that Mm. she knows that there is, because people are looking for power in those kind of things, you know. And so she was kind of, Afraid to like you know show you in case you know you were destroyed and yet she received yeah mm. the understanding that 
actually there is a higher power even greater than mm. what she was yeah. operating in, yeah. which was Jesus. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, so it's cool not to have fear because there's no need for fear. In there, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, well, so. I think so many times um, I think Christians are so afraid to go places um, where the enemy dwells because we're like, oh, what if something jumps on us or, right. you know, like, um, and yet we're called to be lights in the dark. Yeah, totally. So how like, how can we be a light in the dark if we're not willing to go to yeah. these people who really desperately need yeah. um, to, to meet God? That's it. Exactly. Mm. So I think that revelation of being like, hey, we don't need to fear. You can go to the darkest of the darkest place, as long as God's saying to go, of yes. course. But yes. you don't. Yeah. we don't need to be fearful, you know. Yeah. We can shine. And that's where people are just coming to God in the masses in those kind of areas as well, you know, because they're mm. hungry. Yeah. Yeah, so hungry. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think Christians are so afraid to... Um, to do evangelism like this? Like, why do you think people are afraid to say hello to someone on the street or in a cafe or something like that? Yeah. Like, um, I think probably it's a number of reasons. A lot of it would probably be fear of man, like, that's awkward, or, sure. you know, what are they going to think of me? Um, you know, um, I think if we let what other people think of us be our our gauge, then we're probably never ever going to do anything. You know what I mean? And I think we have to have our eyes on Jesus, you know, and for me, you know, if we can fall even more in love with Jesus, I feel like it will be just begin to naturally overflow and that fear will just mm. crumble, you know? Um, so I, I get it. Like, you know, I've, I've been there myself, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I think it's a choice that we need to make. Um, you know, a, a, a friend of mine um, says, you know, if we can ask, uh, ask for a coffee, well, why can't we say Jesus loves you? You know, we can use our mouth. So it's, it really is a choice, I think, to push past that fear, mm. you know, and um, so I think that's the main reason. It's just, it's fear, but it's a liar. Yeah. So... Because that's where the power is in actually yeah. sharing. Yeah. So take us back to how you um, became so passionate about this. Like what was it that set you alight, I guess, and, and got you out of your comfort zone? Yeah. I think for me, I've always just thought about eternity, <laughs> I guess, um, and, you know, the lost, like... I know it's not like a super popular topic right now about heaven and hell, but like, I think, wow, like God has saved me. Mm. And what if I was someone that had never known, you know? And what if I was them? You know, what would I, what would love look like in this situation? And it's kind of a sobering thought, <laughs> you know, mm. because God loves everyone. The like he loves us so much. It's not like because I'm a Christian, he loves me more than the person who doesn't yeah. yet have a full understanding of him, you know? And so for me, it's like, I want God to get his kids back, you know? I want God to have the relationship that he wants to have with people. Mm. And also, like Reinhard Bonnke says, let's populate heaven and empty hell, you know? Because no one wants, like, I don't want anyone to go there. <laughs> so, mm. 
yeah, so I guess it's been a journey for me, but yeah. Yeah. You mentioned um, before we started yeah. uh, the interview um, about like having a, a personal revival as well. Yeah. And um, like what does that look like? Because, um, yeah, I think people, they, they sit in a church yeah. for, for years on end. Yeah. And yet um, it just becomes a habit and then they do nothing really with that. Like yeah. uh, it kind of becomes that, okay, I'm saved now. Yeah. Ticket to heaven kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I've got my ticket. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. there's nothing else. And so yeah. um, like, what does the, um, like what does it look like to have a personal revival? That's a great question. <laughs> I think, I think for me, it's keeping the first love, you know, and that is, it's like any relationship that takes time and that takes um, commitment and that takes consistency to be like, Jesus, I'm going to make you the main thing. And, you know, personal revival, it's like, well, what does heaven look like? And, you know, I spent time at Bethel and like, it's like heaven coming to earth you know, how can there be no sickness on it? Like, I'm going to say there's no sickness in heaven. I'm going to, I know that my calling is to get rid of sickness on earth. Mm. If there's no hatred in heaven, I want to love on earth. I want to mm. bring heaven to earth. And, you know, Jesus has commissioned us go into all the world, um, preach the good news, mm. you know, disciple people. You know, so for me, it, it looks like actually being... Jesus as much as I can, you know, like mm. growing into the fullness of his image and actually living like him on earth, you know, and that's when we're fulfilled. Because mm. we'll, we'll, we can be believers, but it doesn't mean that we're necessarily advancing the kingdom mm. or loving the Lord, like, you know, in Revelation 3, like with the, you know, um, the lukewarmness, you know, so what does it look like to keep that first love? So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think um, I think when you understand where you're called, yeah, because I think I think we've all got a we've all got a calling, and yeah. some some people it's to one thing, some people to another thing. But yeah. like, I think once we understand where we are actually called, that's where we really come alive. Yeah, and um, I agree. and so like, how how might someone discover like where like where am I called to yeah. or um, or, or how do I, yeah, move into a place of, um, yeah, yeah, ministry to, you know, to the lost? Yeah, that's good. Um, that's a good question. I think, I think, you know, looking at your gift mix just in general, like if that's something that you haven't discovered, there's different, you know, resources that you can kind of get plugged into yeah. with that. Um, even looking at your gifts and like your natural talents as well. Um, you know, you're doing film and stuff like that. Like you're using this to change the world, you know, and there's Mm. a grace and probably a a joy that comes with that, you know? And so I think looking for where there's joy, where, like what makes you come alive, what makes you like, you know, you go to bed and go, Hey, I feel like that actually was something, you know, uh, to put in better words, but like what makes you, what, what makes you come alive? Mm. You know, it might be leading worship yeah. and that's okay. Like it might be, I, I don't know, it could be just drawing a painting and letting that prophesy to people, but that's going to bring people into the kingdom too. So yeah, I think, I think really looking at how did God design you? 
you know, and asking him because he'll show you. So mm. having a yeah. chat <laughs> with him. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And so it really comes out of a, um, an intimacy with, yes. with Jesus then? Yeah, yeah, I would say, I would say everything, yeah, it all, it all has to come from there or it gets kind of weird, I think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I want to talk um, briefly around um, worship and evangelism. Yeah. And um, so back to today where we started off on the beach just yeah. um, with some worship before yeah. we went out. Like, yeah. what's the, the um, what's your, I guess, philosophy or, or, or yeah. process around that. Yeah, I mean, for me, my foundational core value, one of them is worship. So I think one of the most amazing things and privileges that we have is to be able to worship God because that ministers to his heart. And I want to always put that at the foundation of whatever I do, you know. Um, and it is out of that place of, you know, God's face shining on us, um, that intimacy that um, salvation can just overflow. Uh, I think it's Psalm 37, but, you know, God let your face shine on us and um, I'd have to get it out. But, you know, it is a direct link of um, worship, um, being filled with the Holy Spirit, of course, and then letting that overflow, you know, because I don't want to strive or anything, you know. I think evangelism is, it is just, you know, God, what are you saying? And out of everything, I just, I want the goodness of God and the countenance of who He is to, to shine through me. Because I think that is a great, one of the greatest things that we can actually do is mm. to just, you know, and that comes from that intimacy yeah. so of worship. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a, cool. Yeah. And when you're training people, so you mentioned earlier that you've done a bit of itinerant yeah. training and that sort of thing. Like, yeah. what would you say would be, um, maybe the number one question that people would bring um, when you're in those sort of, sort of environments that, and what would your answer be? That's a good question. Um, I think the main, the main thing people struggled with maybe uh, question would be like, how do I get past fear? I think that was often like we'd be at a conference and they'd have to give a prophetic word to someone and, sure. you know, they'd never done that and they're like, I'm not a speaker or, like, I'm not a singer or, you know, pushing past the limitations of who people think they are into who they actually are, you know. And I think what we did in that circumstance was just speak identity um, because they, they need to know, can I actually mm. do this? Mm. And the answer is yes, you know. They they are they have so much more in them than than we even know. Like all of us do, you know. So um, and I think the more that we step out and we just do those things um, over and over again, it becomes natural. And people are like, hey, yeah, actually, this is me. It's like the apple tree. One of my mentors says, you know, that it's still an apple tree even if the apples haven't grown on it yet. You know, you're still an you know, you're still yeah. a writer even if yeah. you haven't written a book yet. You know, like the fruit is growing. It is a process. But, but knowing who we are and our identity, that brings the release of like mm. going, hey, sure, I'm growing. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to have all the apples on the tree yet. But that's okay because mm. I'm going to start doing this now because yeah. that's who God says I am. Yeah. yeah. So. And I think sometimes maybe... Maybe we all haven't received a prophetic word from somebody to, yeah. to give us that. But, like, 
I find a really great exercise is to just ask Holy Spirit, how do you see me? Yeah. Or what's your plan in this or, or something like that and yes. just listen. And yeah. maybe you, you, you write it out. And, yeah, it's and, so good. And I think I find when we got, get God's heart yeah. or even get God's vision for who, how he sees us. Exactly, yeah. That helps step out of that comfort zone as well and, exactly. and, and, and over fear. Yeah. Because I think if people go, well, I'm not really yeah. like called to interview people yeah. on, a, on a video. Yeah. Um, but if I know my calling, I know where I'm called to influence. Yeah. Then I can go, okay, well, maybe God's in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can do it. Exactly. And then we have a podcast. Or, and then yeah. look at this, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. exactly. And it's like, just, like, who told you that? Like when those lies come, who told you, you know, you couldn't be a writer? Mm. You know, like in the, in the Garden of Eden, you know, like mm. who told you you were naked? Yeah. It's like if we can like look at what the lies are and go, where did that actually come from? Yeah. And then we can discern what, yeah. also what God's saying. The the enemy sees potential on people. Yeah. And he's going to come against it. Yeah. And so it might be even that yeah. that uh, you're listening to the lies yeah. that weren't meant to be true. And, yeah. and yet by accepting them, you kind of... Yeah. Allowing that to limit you. Yeah, exactly. And so by bringing in the truth, then yeah, even if even if you're you're, you're asking Holy Spirit, and he's not you're not hearing anything. At least mm. go to the Word and see yeah. what the Word says. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And I think that's that's always got to be our foundation. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Is this giving life? Like, is this bringing hope? Mm. If it's not attached to hope or joy, then it's yeah, it's right. not going to be the Lord. You know, because yeah. yeah. that's who He is. Yeah. So. This podcast is called Dangerously Normal. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if you could just, before we sort of close out, yeah. um, like what does that look like for you and, and yeah. how would you encourage people to, um, to step out of their comfort zones? That's a good question. I think, I think it is a lot about like, you know, having no limits as well, like what we were just saying, like, you know, what has God put in your heart and then going, okay, have I listened to those lies, you know? Because if I have, let's get rid of them and let's actually move towards what God's actually said, you know? And that is dangerously normal, (laughs) you know? Um, You know, and taking ownership for um, Australia even, you know, we're Aussies. Um, I know this will probably go to the nations, but taking ownership for our cities, and, you know, even if we're not in pastoral positions, like we are all like a part of the holy priesthood, like, you know, we, we have authority in our nation and going, hey, yeah, even the fires, like, mm. all right, let's, let's pray. Like, you know, just, just taking ownership. And, and even what we did today, it's like, we don't have to wait for someone to go, I think someone should start a prayer meeting or... I think someone should go out on the street. Like, let's just do it. You yeah. know, like it's a let's novel concept. <laughs> yeah, like let's let's do it. You know, because often when someone does it, other people are like, "Oh, this is cool. I- I'm on the on, on the wagon or whatever." Yeah. You know, so I think not being afraid to to start things or to lead things. Mm. You know, because yeah. leaders don't. You know, we don't have to be. You know, perfect. Sure, there's you know biblical you know, guidelines to mm. that and the pastoral and elders and all of that. And that's, mm. that's not really what I mean. I'm just meaning like, let's, let's not stop at 
our fears, you know, like, and let's talk to people that are in our lives and mentors and go, hey, you know, what do you think of this? am Am I crazy or is this a really good idea? You know, and, you know, having people around you and just like we live once. So let's let's make it count. You know, and, and with the sower, you know, sowing on the field, like the distractions of life. I think danger, dangerously normal also looks like going, what, am I, what are the distractions in my life? And how am I going to, like, God, how can I eliminate those distractions from my life so that I can actually make the main thing the main thing? Because if we're, yeah, we're doing that, it's, we're going we're gonna to make waves like Australia's not going to be the same because it's not all about, you know, it's we're all doing it together, you know, because God's given all of us something that is greater than we know, you know. So if we're all embracing that and having each other's backs and actually celebrating each other and going, hey, Dave, it's awesome that this is going to change nations. And like, you know, seeing someone else who's like doing something going, hey, keep going, like encouraging them. Because mm. if we can encourage and celebrate instead of tear in, or have a critical spirit about any, anything that someone's doing, like Australia's never going to be the same. You know, there's a mm. new breed of, of believers, yeah. you know, yeah. coming up. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I've so. had so much fun today. Um, <laughs> from too. From a bit of worship on the beach yeah. to walking through the Gold Coast and, yeah. and meeting people. Yeah. Uh, I've been encouraged. I've been inspired. So That's thanks awesome. for that. Thanks and thanks for coming on today's episode. I hope that uh, everyone at home has learned something yeah, and um, is, is growing. Yeah. How can, like if, if someone wants to get in contact with you, like, yeah. um, like what's the best way for someone to get in contact? Or yeah. is there like a, like a website or a, like... Yeah. Are you training still or something like that? Yeah. Um, best way right now is probably just my Facebook, which is Emma Nainby. Um, so that's N-A-I-N-B-Y. It's a bit of a funny name. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's the best way. I will be, I'm looking at a website right now. So I'll let you know, I guess, when that's, when that's cool. up. So, yeah, great. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, I do hope you've been encouraged and uh, we'll see you next time. Well, did you enjoy that conversation? I hope you have been inspired to step into your own world, to do something amazing for God that God has put uniquely on your life today. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to help us out by sharing the podcast on your social media, share the YouTube links, uh, go and subscribe on all the different channels that we've got there on iTunes or YouTube. And uh, we'd love to also hear your feedback as well. If there's any topics you'd love to talk about, uh, let us know. Uh, Until next time, I hope you have an awesome time and go out there, love people for Jesus. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.